Okay, this week's Parshas, Parshas Chai Sora. It says in the Pasik, Vayu Chai Sora, Meyeh Shana Ve'esem Shana V'shem Shanim, Shnei Chai Sora. And Sora was 100 years old, and 20 years old, and 7 years old. These were the years of Sora. So we spoke about this Rashi. Rashi asks that, Rashi asks, why does the Torah specify each, uh, each year, why does it say 100 and then 20 and then 7 instead of saying 127? So Rashi says that you should look at each period by itself. That what does that mean? Bas kof kibas chof l'chet. She's 100 years old, like she's 20 years old as far as sin is concerned. Ma bas chof lo chata, just like 20, she didn't sin. Shareen bas because if somebody who's 20, somebody who's less than 20 is not considered to be responsible for certain things. So to when she was 100, she also did not sin either. And she was 20, like 7, for beauty. Okay, this is the Rashi. We discussed this Rashi many times in the past. Actually, so, but, but one thing we see from this Rashi, which is tying into the Parsha, which the topic we're going to talk about is not... Uh, is not 100% connected, but one thing we see from this Rashi is, is that, 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 that people have responsibility. That there is a, there's levels of responsibility. Before 20, after 20, there is responsibility for what a person does, because a person can't be held accountable, right, if they're not responsible. Responsibility implies, um, implies free will. A person has free will to be able to choose between good and bad, then they can be held accountable for the actions that they do whether they're less than 20 years old, whether they're more than 20 years old, they can be held accountable for the actions that they do if they have free will and they're responsible. But if they don't, then they can't be held accountable for the actions that they do. So I figured we speak about, I saw something interesting in a safer about free will, about free will and how it came about, at least the free will that we have now, and, uh, and uh, see what the Sefer says um, regarding this issue. So we have, we have a Ramban. We have the Ramban is in Parshas Bereshis. It's in chapter, it's in chapter 2, verse number 9. Okay, the Ramban here discusses the Eitz Hadas Toivira, the tree of knowledge, of good and bad. So the question is, the question here is, is that the Ramban is asking, is what happened when Adam Arishon ate from the Eitz Hadas? What happened when Adam Arishon ate from the tree of knowledge, of good and bad? Zokta Ramban. So I'm going to read a little bit the Ramban. Amram the rabbis say, that the fruit would the fruit would engender in the person or in, imbue the person with a with, with a, a desire for relations with sexual with 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 arise with with relations with 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 the opposite sex skipping a little bit so that that is what what they say so as soon as they ate from the Eitzadas, they became more uh, desirous of, the, of, this, of this action. 
That's what that's what the Mefarshim uh, say. Says the Rambam, we skip a little bit. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. But Avur because it says in the pasuk later on in chapter three, five, verse number five, Elokim, you'll be like gods, knowing good and evil. So it sounds like that eating from the tree didn't just create this this desire, but it's more than that. It says that you'll be like a god knowing good and evil. And that's not what it sounds like, right? That's what the Nachash said, Techava. That's what the snake said, Techava. Maybe, says the Ramban, you'll say that the Nachash was lying. Right? He says that's not true, skipping a little bit. Karamru, they already say, Pirkid Rabbeinu HaKadosh, it says, Shloisha Amru Emes. There are three people in the history of the world that said the Emes. They said the truth. And they still were taken away from the world. The Elohim, these are the ones that said the truth. Nachash, the snake, Umaraglim, the spies, Vidoyega Adoimi, and Doyega Adoimi. But we're not going to get into that, we're just the Nachash. The Nachash, says the Medrash, says the Ramban, was saying the Emes. The Emes is, is that the tree of knowledge was, you're going to be like Elohim, you'll be like a God knowing good and evil. And that doesn't sound like just eating from the tree just made a person want to have relations with the opposite, with, 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 with uh, the opposite sex, right? Because you almost think that animals have those desires, yet they don't really know the difference between good and bad. Correct. So it doesn't sound like it. So he says, Now, I'm going to read this carefully because the safer that we're going to quote is going to disagree with us. We're going to introduce it. And, but I'm going to read this the way I, the way I understood it. By Yofa Bainai says the Ramban, what I hold is, is told us that before he ate from the Eitzadas, what happened? He was doing naturally what a person should do in accordance with the development of mankind. The same way that all the planetary structures and the stars do. They were created to do a job, and so the other Marishan also did it. They are actors of truth, and their actions are true. And they didn't change their job, what they were meant to do. And their actions had no love or hate for what they do. No, I didn't say instinctive. Very careful not to say instinctive. Instinctive. Right, I'm not saying that it's instinctive. Just say instinctive. Sorry, it's not, not instinctive, but fulfilling a job without hate or love. Whether the planetary structures have free choice, we're not saying they do. But we're using them as an analogy to the first man to explain what the first man was before he ate from the Eitzadas. Right? Right? What happened was is that the, the fruit of this tree bore, as in bo- being born, rotson, desire, will, to, a want, 
והחיפץ שיבחרו אוכלוב בדבר, או בהפכוי, that the people who eat it should now choose in something or its opposite, לטויב או לרע. In other words, there is a desire, there is a desire for the good, or there is a desire for the bad. Before, there was no desire for the good, desire for the bad. There was just a choice between the good and the bad. And Adam Arishon did his job the way everything else in the, plan, in, 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 in the universe does its job. So, and he chose to intellectually do it this way instead of doing the other way, which he could have chosen the other way. But now there is a desire for the good and there's a desire for the bad. So when he chooses the good, he wants it. When he chooses the bad, he wants it. That's what was born. That's why it's called Eitz Hadas Toi Vera. That's what's called the word Ki Adas. What does Das mean? It doesn't mean knowledge, says the Ramban. Yoimar Bloshenenu al Haratzon, it means desire, it means will. Das Toivara means that you will, you, you want Toiv, or you want the Ra. That's what it means. Do you hear? We're skipping a little bit. We're skipping a little bit. And we say this, When they had relations for procreation before they ate from the tree, there was no desire for this relation. When they needed to do it, they did it. And they had a child. Every limb of their body was like a face and like a hand. They weren't embarrassed by it. After they ate from the tree, then there was in their hands choice, and they wanted bad, or to do good, by themselves or others. This is a godly trait. That's why it says you'll be like a god, from one side. But it's evil, but it's still bad because there is a desire that's, that's latent in, 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 in it. You hear? Yeah. This is what the Ramban says. It's nice, we learn it maybe a different time, we learn the whole thing inside, but this is what he says. So according to what we're saying is, According to what we're saying is, is that they had a free choice before and they had a free choice after. The difference between the free choice before and the free choice after is, is that before it was an intellectual decision which they could have made either way, evil or bad, and then they decided to do whatever they wanted to do. After... Yeah, so I don't mean wanted. What they decided to do, they did. They could have decided either way they wanted. You're right. Afterwards, the decision was, couple, the, the, the decision, they could choose good because it's good, but it doesn't mean that they don't want the bad. Or they could be choosing good because it's good and they also want the good. Or vice versa. They're choosing bad, right? 
because they want the bad or they're choosing bad for a different reason. Now it became, there's a desire to do either the good or the bad. That's how, that's how the Ramban learns. Right, you hear? But he learned that there was a free choice before and after. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put those two things together and maybe because I'm a human being that has desire, I can't, it's not that I can't fathom, but uh, to make a decision without some form of desire, right? So let's say I, I end up doing something, maybe that I don't want to do, but I do it because I want to please God or I want to please my spouse I mean, I have the free choice. Yeah, I think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit, you're making it a little bit too complex. Imagine if you're a judge, for example. You have two litigants come in front of you. One litigant is right, the other one is wrong. You, and you don't have a horse in the race, they're not bribing you. And you got no, whether you, whichever way you decide, it's not going to make a difference because it's still going to keep your job. And you can explain either way the judgment for each person. So all you're left with is to decide the right thing or the wrong thing. And you, and you, don't, you, you don't desire for either person to win. Right? And you're sitting there and you say, okay, I'm going to decide for this litigant. But you could have just as easily decided for the other one, but you didn't want this one to win and you didn't want the other one to win. So this is the same thing, the choice that other Marishon had. Is that, is that he didn't want either choice. He just decided based upon his decision. Whatever the, the computation was intellectually. I was just going to say that. Was for the say, decision. It sounds like a computer. It sounds like a computer, There's but it's no still emotion. a choice. It's still a free, it's still a choice because he can, the same way that the judge can decide, he can decide also. Let's read a little bit more. We have Rabbi Singer. Rabbi Singer in his, he has a two-volume set called the Ramban. Mm-hmm. He has a two-volume set called the Ramban. And the first piece that he talks is this Ramban. The first piece in volume one, page 27, he talks in this Ramban. And he for sure, the first thing he says is, he has an introduction. The first thing he says is that he quotes another Ramban in Parshas Bo, which we're, we're going to leave for now. But he says the following words. He says, the Ramban's formulation obviously implies the assumption that man was created with free will. Because for man's acknowledgement of Hashem to be significant, man must be provided with the opportunity to choose otherwise. It is impossible to imagine that the purpose of creation is for man to make a choice that he is forced to make. However, this assumption touches on a paradox inherent in the sin of Adam and Chav. So he says like this. He says in the beginning, he quotes the Ramban, that the whole, what's the purpose of creation? The purpose of creation, he says, the Ramban says in Parshish Bo, in 1316, the Ramban says is to acknowledge God's existence. But then how you, if you were created without the free will, what does that acknowledgement mean? What's the acknowledgement mean? Obviously, then the Ramban is assuming that the first person was created with free will, and therefore whatever he says in what we just read, in the Ramban and Bereshis, is obviously saying that there is a free will even before the eating of the Eitz Adas. You hear? That's what he says. 
But then there's a paradox. On the one hand, that Adam and Chava were able to sin implies that they were created with free will. After all, if their actions were divinely determined from the start, then how did they violate Hashem's command and why were they punished? On the other hand, the Torah is clear that the Mechavah's free will changed after they ate the tree of knowledge. You hear? So he, so, so he, so then he quotes the Ramban and says what, and, and then he quotes the Ramban and says what we said, what we read inside from the Ramban. Um, here he says, for example, on page 29, he says, the Ramban writes that before Adam and Chava ate from the tree, they certainly had free will, but they desired only that which is good. It was clear to them what was right, and they had no interest in doing the opposite. We said a little differently. We said a little differently. We said that they made an intellectual decision. But he said that they had no interest in doing the opposite, even though there's a possibility they could have decided anyway to do the opposite. Right, that's what he said. And then he quotes the Ramban the way that we, the, the, the way that we're quoting it. And then at the end of the piece, he says, he quotes the Ramban in a different place. What's going to be during the time of Mashiach? In, 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 in Parshas Nitzavim, the, what's going to be in, in uh, Dvorim 31, right? The, the, he quotes the Ramban in what is going to be when Mashiach comes. And presumably what's going to be when Mashiach comes is going to be before, is going to be the same situation as Adam Arishan before he ate, the first man before he ate from the Yitzhatas, right? Because before he ate from the Yitzhatas, it was a perfect world. So when Mashiach is going to come, that's going to be corrected. It's going to be the same perfect world. So what's going to happen to our free will? So our free will should retract back to what it was Before, be, 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 before Adam ate from the Eitz Hadas, correct? So he says, he quotes the Ramban and he says like this. This is the Ramban and Parshat The verse is saying that from the time of creation, there was permission in man's hand to become righteous or evil according to his will. For all of the Torah era is like this, so that they will have merit for their choosing of good and punishment for their wanting evil. But during the days of Messiah, the selection between good and evil will be instinctive for them. Their hearts will not crave that which is not fitting, and they will not desire it at all. And this is the circumcision that is mentioned here, because yearning and craving is a foreskin for the heart. And the circumcision of the heart is so that it will not yearn or crave. Thus, man will return in this era to be as he was before the first man sinned, when he would do what is fitting to do instinctively and did not have conflicting desires. That's what the Ramban says. And Rabbi Singer says, we'll just read the, the words of the Rabbi Singer. In other words, when Jews repent to the best of their abilities, Hashem will aid them through the principle of one who comes to purify himself, Hashem assists them, which is the Gemara and Shabbos on 104 and bring the complete repentance that the Torah calls circumcision of the heart. At that time, man will return to Adam's status before the sin and resume the straightforward life that the Ramban described in Parshas Bereshis. What all this means is that man was created with free will, and this freedom will continue through the Messianic era. 
When other mechavas sinned, they gained desires, the heart's foreskin, and became conflicted. But if we truly strive to transcend these desires, Hashem will circumcise our hearts and remove its desires, and by doing so, He will return us to other mechavas' exalted status before they ate from the tree of knowledge. That's what Rabbi Singer says about this Ramban and the Ramban in Parshat in which he quotes. So the, the, the Ramban maintains that there's a free will. And therefore, before the eating from the Eitz Hadas, before the eating from the Tree of Knowledge, he, man's acknowledgement of Hashem's existence is a choice. And therefore, he gets rewarded for that because he has a choice not to acknowledge him also. What happened with the Eitz Hadas is that he got a desire for the, for the bad. The same way that he has a desire for the good, it almost sounds like Rabbi Singer is saying he has a desire for the good. We understood it a little bit more that he has a desire for the good and the bad. The same way, they didn't have, they didn't have a desire for either good or bad beforehand. They just did what they were supposed to do because they understood that, that's what they, that's, that, that, that's what, that was their purpose. As we said. Okay, this is the Rambam. Good? Yep. Makes sense. Okay. Now I saw in the Sefer the Torah Savram, and I'm not, I'm not going to argue with the Torah Savram because he's a Kodesh Elyon. He's a, he died in the Holocaust in a very terrible way. Hashem Yochum Dama Hashem Shin. And he was the prime student of the Alt of Slabotka. And uh, they put out letters that he, he put out speeches that he gave in the yeshiva in 1938, 1937. So here in the in the in the in the, in the section called Bechila, free choice, on page 58, he quotes this Ramban and asks a question on the Ramban. Okay. So remember what the Ramban said. Let's just review. Ramban said that the commentaries say that eating from the Eitz Hadas, from the tree of knowledge made that people desired to have relations. Good. So the Ramban said, no, I disagree with that. Why? Because it's more than that. Because the, the, the Nachash said that you're going to be like God, knowing good and evil. Says the Divir Ramban, says the, says the, the, Torah, the Torah Avraham, Rabbi Avraham Gorzhensky, I don't understand this Ramban. They require explanation. How did he answer the question? What's the difference if the desire is for relations or for something else? What? So, so, what, so, so the, the, the Pasuk says the opposite of this. So what did the Ramban answer? You hear the question? He's saying the Ramban's question was on the commentaries. What was the question? The question was that the Pasuk say, the commentaries say that it was that after eating from the tree of knowledge, what happened? They desire to have relations. But the Pasuk says that they're going to know good and evil like Hashem. Right? So what is the Ramban's answer? The Ramban's answer is that they're going to have a desire for the good and a desire for the bad. 
What's the difference which desire you have? Whether you have a desire for the relations or you have a desire for something else or for, for, for chocolate. It's, it's the same thing. That's not what the Pazik says. The Pazik says you'll know between good and evil. What's the Ramban? What is the Ramban? How did the Ramban fix what he asked? Right? That's his question. And this is what he says now. Listen to this. He says, listen to this. Listen to what he says here. This is a big chiddush as far as I'm concerned. He says, He says, the Ramban doesn't mean that a person desired bad or he desired good. That's not what happened when he ate from the Eitz Adas. The desire was born in the choice itself. He had a, a, they had a desire to choose. What does it mean? He says that I want to do what I want to do. Don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Now there became now a desire to be free. Not only choice for evil is a, is a desire. And Lagam Bechira Betoyim is also a Yetzirah. To choose good is also a Yetzirah. Why? Because Kolen and Bechira and Yisrael Dei Elchil Sadas because the choice is what you want. You want to be able to choose. So you don't care what you choose. You choose good, you choose bad, doesn't matter. It's only Yetzirah because what you want to be now is a person who chooses, who's free to choose whatever he wants. That's what the Ramban means, he says. It's the Yetzirah, the choice. To be able to be free and choose whatever you want as a Yitzhahara. What? What do you want to say? No, I'm just saying, like, being able to choose technically is free choice, right? <laughs> or free will. No, but now you have a desire. He also wants to say, but now you have a desire to be a person like this. Now, it's Adam Arishon, according to the Torah Avraham, Adam Arishon, before the Eitz Hadas, before the Eitz Hadas, he didn't have a desire to choose. It's just the reality. He was able to choose. So he chose either this or the other. But now he has a desire to be a choice uh, that, that nobody should take away his free choice. He wants to have it. He wants to be free. Nobody can shackle him up in a jail or tell him what to do. Tell him he has to do a medical procedure or not do a medical procedure. That's the eighth of horror to say, according to the Torah of Ram. That's the eighth of horror to say, no, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to be I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Right? According to the Torah Sarab, the whole United States, the whole Constitution, everything, is the Yetzahara. To be able to say, I'm free. We are a free country. You can do whatever you want. That's how he learns. And, then, and not only that, but he goes further. And he says in the next piece, this is Ois Aleph in the same, in the same piece of, of, of Bechira, but in Ois Beis, he says... What's the reason the Jewish people went to Mitzrayim? For what? What did they go to Mitzrayim for? Mm-hmm. To fix what? What was, the, what was the fix? So he says, listen to this. He says that before the Eitz Hadas, before the eating from the tree of knowledge, there was no desire to be a free person. 
after the Eitz Hadas, there was a desire to be a free person. But in order for the Jewish people to receive the Torah Har Sinai, they had to go back to the same level as before the Eitz Hadas of the first man. So therefore you had to uproot from them, you had to rip out, you had to gorge out the desire to be free. Therefore they had to go to Mitzrayim to be slaves. So that you can uproot from them this desire to be free. This is why they were there. That's what he says. You hear? Yeah. Because, I mean, the Vos, her commentaries were, you know, they, they, at, at some point they were in the desert and we wanted to go back to that non-freedom, if you, or, I mean, that they, they had in Egypt, right? Right. I don't know if they didn't want to think about things or work. I mean, they were working hard enough. Right. I mean, you hear what he's saying. The only thing is, is that, is that we want to, I don't want to, dis- I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree with the Torah. So who am I? I disagree with the Torah Savram. I'm sitting here with, you know. Who am I to disagree with the Torah Savram? But I don't understand. I can say, no, I don't understand. I don't understand Divir Rabbeinu. I don't understand what he's saying at all in the Pshat Neramban. I'll tell you what. First of all, the Ramban that we read, we made a whole thing over here with the Ramban, is not mashma this way. The Ramban seems to not to say that. The Ramban seems to say, the Mephorshim specifically said, that there's going to be a, a desire for relations. Right? There's going to be a desire for relations. So he says, I don't think that that's true. There's going to be a desire for the choice of evil or good. The Ramban does not say that there's going to be a desire to make the choice. So even though he says it doesn't make sense what the Ramban is saying, because how did he fix the question? The answer is, is that, is that, the answer is, is that he, this is the way, this is what the Ramban says. Now, if you literally read what he says, whether he fixed the question or not, which he did, we'll see, we'll see in a minute, whether he fixed the question or not, he still says that there was a that after the eating of the Etadas, is that he the desire was to either do good or to do evil. Before it was an intellectual choice. I'm choosing like this or I'm choosing like that. Right? But afterwards it was a desirous choice. A desire to do this or a desire to do that. The Taurus Avram assumes that that's communicated by the desire to do relations. But who said it is? Maybe the Ramban is saying not like that. Maybe the Ramban is saying that it's not only relations, it's a, it's a, it's a bigger scope. Right? It's true that there is no difference between one desire and another desire. That, that's true. What he says is true. But at the same time, right? That's not what the Ramban says. The Ramban does not say anywhere, the Ramban does not say anywhere 
that the Ramban does not say anywhere that there was a desire to be free. He doesn't say that. He says there's a desire to choose the good, there's a desire to choose the, to, to choose the evil. The Ramban does not say that there's a desire to choose. No, you want the good, you want the evil, and that's what it sounded like from what Rabbi Singer said, right? Rabbi Singer seemed to have learned the Ramban that way also, that when, we, when we quoted him. When we quoted him, he's, what does he say? He says that the Ramban, the Rabbi Singer, page 29, the Ramban writes that before Adam and Chava ate from the tree, they certainly had free will, but they desired only to that which is good. It was clear to them what was right, and they had no interest in doing the opposite. Does that, does it, right? That doesn't, that doesn't sound like he's saying, like, like the Torah Avram at all. I mean, I guess I mean, they, they can disagree. But, page 30, but when they, when they ate from the, the forbidden fruit, they gained a taste for evil. Suddenly, life became complicated. It was no longer straightforward as it had been in their created state. Now, Adam and Chava were faced with choices, and, bad, and, and the bad often seemed sweeter than the good. doesn't say, he does not, he's not learning, he's not learning that the Ramban is saying that a person desires to be free. Yeah. And that's not how the simple wording of the Ramban also seems to be. That's one. Two is that the Torah Sarvram himself says later on in the, in the Sefer, he says the following thing on page 133 in Maimer Torah Umalchus. Page 133, he says like this. He says, listen to this, listen to what he says himself. When Hashem came down on Mount Sinai and he said, You should not have any other gods, he said, You should not have any other influences. Not only gods, but anything that influences you to make the wrong decisions. For example, for your attributes, your character traits, your powers, or your or your or or, or things a person does by rote, they should not be influenced by those things. Anything that makes a person choose other than what they're supposed to choose, they're concerned like they're serving that. And that is the second commandment says, don't have any other influences. And says the Torah, but when a person learns Torah, there is no subjugation. There's nobody that's free. Then somebody who learns Torah, this is a mission in Perkyavos that he's quoting. The whole point of the Torah is to be free. Ben Chomer Gomer. And what does it mean to be free? There's nothing that pushes you to make a decision either way or the other. The only way to free yourself from that is Torah. 
So how can he say that there's a Yetzirah to be free? To be able to choose wherever I want. When I'm choosing wherever I want that's not proper, I'm not really, I'm not free because I'm being influenced, I'm being influenced by the, by, 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 by the Yetzirah, by, by, by biases that are making me choose the other way. The only way to free myself of that is through Torah. There, and and, and, and what is, how could he say that, you, that Mitzrayim, how could he say that, that, that Mitzrayim was the, 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 fix, the fix for this? The whole point of Mitzrayim is, is, that, is, that, is that Mitzrayim was the Yetzirah, like the Mesil Sisharim says. If you read the beginning of the Path of the Just, it describes how Paro was an emblematic of the Yetzirah. The same way Paro acted, the same way that the Yetzirah acts. And what do we call the holiday of Pesach? It's Man Chayrusainu. We call it the time of our freedom. We call it the time of freedom from what? Freedom from the Yitzhahara. So, so the, 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 the being in Mitzrayim is a lesson in, 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 in subjugation and then the subsequent freedom from that when you're freed from it, from the Yitzhahara. So how could he say how could, how could he say that the Mitzrayim was to make you into a, a, a slave and not to be free, to uproot the Yitzhahara that you want to be free, when the whole point of the entire Torah is to be free? And he himself acknowledges that. Later on in the book, in the, in the Sefer. So because of that, I don't understand what he's saying. I don't understand what the Rabbein was saying. I mean, we can, we can, we can make distinctions now. We can make distinctions. We can say there is freedom, and there's two types of freedom. There's the freedom uh, of... Or there's the, the freedom of the um, freedom that a person says, I want to do whatever I want, and then nobody tells me what to do. And, and, and really, he's not really free in that case because, because he's being biased, he has a desire on one side or a bias on the other side. And then there's the real freedom, the freedom where there are no biases. So there's freedom and there's the other freedom. We can make distinctions, and that's what he means. But at the end of the day, if you're going to call it that, it's very difficult to make these distinctions. To say that the whole choice that was born, that, that, that was born as Edim Leitz Adas is, 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 is that a person became, that, that, that they should be free, and that's the Yitzhahara, to be free to choose. It's difficult, according to everything that we just said. At least I don't understand what, 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 what the Torah of Rome is saying. So, I think... What do you want to say about that? Because that's no, no, basically I what I wanted to share. Yeah, no, no, I think it's very interesting. Like, I want to say that you know his, his point of being in Egypt is, is is uprooting whatever you had of choice to get to a kind of like a single mode. I don't know from observance or subjugation. I think that's interesting. But also, me personally, I've always. I've always heard that argument, I don't want to call it an argument or philosophy, that by following the Torah that you free yourself, right? Yeah. I, I, I see you know, a lot of observance and especially where you're definitely not doing what you want sometimes or what your, your instincts call on. And if you're living in that kind of discipline or regimen, it's, it feels uh, viscerally that you're not free, you know what I mean? 
But I don't know that it makes you more free. Okay, so then we have to come into the definition of what it means to be free. And then in that way, we could say that the Torah Avram is right. The Torah Avram is right that if a person wants to... Um, if a person wants to do whatever they want, um, do whatever they want, uh, with a, whatever they want, without being telling anybody telling them what to do, even if it's evil, then that's a, then that's a yitzahara. That's for sure a yitzahara. But but that's not true. Free. That's that's not according to the. Conceptually wise, that's not really free. We're calling that freedom, and that maybe we perceive that as freedom. There's no, but there's no such thing. My Rebbe, there's a whole, like, my, there's no such thing as freedom. Well, what does it mean you could do whatever you want? You can't run a red light. Nobody is free. Nobody can do whatever they want. I was just going to say, like, it makes me think of, like, a, a parent with a child, you know what I mean? Where, you know, the child just keeps playing this internet game and finally, and call this Egypt, call it what you want, the, the internet, they get put in their time out without internet and then it's, it's kind of like a, a, it's an education, you know what I mean? Like, and you're right, in the end, we shouldn't be on the internet playing games all day long because there's other things we can do that'll be even more fulfilling, but sometimes you need to be put in your place. Um, so maybe there was a value that Hashem originally gave us that non-desiring choice and we need to kind of return to that every once in a while uh, as we, I don't know, bleed out our desires, right? Right. But I, the point that, that, I don't want to say rubs me the wrong way, but the point that I don't understand in the Torah of Ram is, is that to say that after the eating from the Eitz Adas, a person wanted to be free. We all want, it's, it's, it, and that's the Eitz Ahara. To me, it sounds like it's something that's not, is counterintuitive. Because at the end of the day, we all, have, we all want to be free. We truly want to be free. And we truly also perceive ourselves as being free. So to tell us that this is the Eitz Ahara, it's just the, the, the formulation is, doesn't, does, I don't understand the formulation of it. You, you want to say, okay, but I'm subjugated by the Torah. But the Torah is going to tell you, if you think about it twice, you're not really subjugated because the Torah is actually what makes you free. And he himself acknowledges that, right? But to say that that's the Eight Sahara? No, that, I mean, that's the way the, other, the first man was created. He was created with, with, with freedom. That's, that's, what, that, 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 that's what he is. He was created independent. It's not a Yetzahara. It's the creation of the person, the whole creation, the whole, the whole essence of the person is that he's a free being that can do whatever he wants. Or whatever he, to be more technical in the, in the context of the discussion, whatever he chooses. Right? So to say that that's the Yetzahara, it just doesn't, it just, maybe we're not, maybe, maybe we do understand the Torah. Program. I don't know. This yeah, is what he says. I think you're a little more... Uh, uh, have a bigger opinion on this than I do, I guess. So, uh, All right. Okay, we'll leave it.